What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 13. This is Sid Tam with Sid Podcast, and our guest today, all the way from Bangladesh, is an entrepreneur who, after a successful run being a freelancer, is now in the process of launching his own company along with his team, which specializes in different facets of digital marketing. That includes SEO, social media marketing, video production, and analytics. Our guest holds a bachelor's degree in computer science from Bangalore University, India, and also holds a master's degree in marketing from the Canadian School of Management, which is in Bangalore, India as well. He currently resides with his wife and kids in Bangladesh. Without any further ado, let's welcome our guest, Mr. Rana Prashad. How are you, Rana? Thanks for being on the podcast. I am, I am fine. Um... I mean, it's, it's, it's an honor from my end uh, to uh, be with you, with your uh, uh, seat beside you, seat with seat. Uh, thank you so much, Rana. Thank the you, honor is mine so also much. to have you. Uh, so, Man, uh, Rana, before we, we get into, get into this amazing uh, subject, you know, where we'll talk about Bangladesh, its economy, you know, uh, the lifestyle. Uh, why don't you let our audience know a little bit about your background, you know, where you were born and uh, uh, once again, a little recap of yourself. Okay. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, well, uh, both of my parents were a school teacher in Bangladesh. So I, uh, I was born in a very a little village a kind of village uh, in Bangladesh. Getting birth in teacher's family usually inherited me some core values of life. Being an elderly son of a lower middle class family, I learned to struggle at very early stage of life. I completed my high school and higher secondary from very ordinary institutions in Bangladesh. In context of that, that particular time in Bangladesh, I dreamed big and flew to India and uh, I had two degrees. Uh, bachelor degree from Bangalore University, BSc in Computer Science and MBA from Canadian School of Management, Bangalore. But actually those were uh, degrees only. I started filling my hours for being an entrepreneur. Even in those days, I thought I had the opportunity of working in some reputed organization like Shopstop. Now, besides my uh, retired parents, I live with uh, my two kids, my school teacher wife. I have uh, only brother who teaches at a university in Bangladesh. Very good. Uh, so Rana, let me ask you now, uh, you know, how was it growing back uh, in 1980s in Bangladesh? You know, I mean, we are in 2021 and there has been a tectonic shift uh, in the economic growth and other factors which we will go into uh, in detail. Uh, but just g- give us some some explanation or, you know, how was it, you know, back then? Uh, 
uh, you mean to say now and then? Yeah, so like, so before we compare now, what was it growing up in Bangladesh in the 1980s when you were born? Uh, well, uh, first of all, <clears throat> when I uh, when I born, uh, I mean it is 1980s. So exactly, I uh, unable to recall those days. Uh, that economy, uh, especially uh, economy, but. Uh, uh, but I mean, at that point of time, uh, it is uh, 1975 to uh, 1991. It was uh, army rule, uh, army dictated government at that point of time. Uh, so everything, uh, if, I mean, we didn't have uh, the government like uh, what we have now. The political government. So at that point of time, uh, I mean, when I grew up after 1991, from that point of time, I can tell, like every sectors, we, uh, I mean, all the all the doors, all the economic doors is uh, was open. Like we had, uh, we we started exporting garments. We have processed food. So many agricultural products. I mean, we are exporting all these. Mm -hmm. We have a leather industry growing up. Uh, so at that point of time, we didn't have those. Now right. we have we have a uh, I mean uh, GDP. Uh, you know, like <clears throat> uh, the, I mean uh, now. Uh, Last 19, uh, 2019, we had the uh, seventh uh, fastest growing country. Right. That is the situation now. Even in IT industry, we are participating. Like you can see, we have a, a communication. Like uh, also, government is uh, raising their uh, their hand uh, to us. So the situation then and now is totally different. different. And uh, at that point, uh, point of time, we used to be a different uh, country. Uh, people say uh, we used to be poor, right. but right. now we are a, I mean, uh, fastest growing country. So, so that's great. We, I do want to talk about the current situation, uh, but before we do, do that, uh, let me ask you now, now you, were, you had a successful run as an entrepreneur. Um, now you are currently in the process of launching your own company. Um, how did that idea come to your mind and could you elaborate for us? Uh, as I said, when I was uh, in uh, university, uh, <clears throat> I used to think myself as an entrepreneur. So actually I am uh, engaged in few different fields. Uh, <clears throat> I'll name them. Firstly, uh, I own Babui, an organi organization basically works for creating opportunities mm -hmm. for the rural, rural underprivileged women. Mm -hmm. uh, they are my prime workforce. And you know, uh, they prepare handmade tools, traditional clothes, 
and many ancient type of artwork and my company not only uh, make them financially solved but also uphold our tradition culture and history secondly i established face face foundation a non government organization for working with people who live under poverty line it also aims and uh, improving their stand of stand of life through creating opportunities in the field of business and mm -hmm. schooling i along with six other directors run this company currently now the third point is uh, freelancing besides doing regular business and creating web content i am in the habit of going off innovative ideas and this lead me uh, my this lead me and my team to launch a company which will cover specific branches of digital business like seo web design and uh, content creation also i am in a structural uh, development of uh, affiliate marketing for us market you are doing great i mean that, that's pretty pretty impressive i'm i'm i'm, I'm really happy to hear that rana you know uh, i've known you for years and uh, to see you progress uh, it's it's just an amazing feat you know so uh, now before we get into our topic now about bangladesh i just want to share some points for reference so the audience knows a little bit history about bangladesh okay and uh, if you want to add something to it please please go ahead you know uh, so bangladesh gained its independence in 1971 from pakistan and and if i remember correctly Henry Kissinger, who was the Secretary of State at that time, had called it a basket case, yes. which means it was yes. an economic disaster where the, the growth of population grows, overgrows the production and supply of food. And looking back then, and let me tell you, the poverty rate back in 1971 used to be 80%, and the life expectancy was 46 years. Now we go back, now we are in 2021, and as of today, Bangladesh per capita GDP is $2,217, which has surpassed Pakistan's and India's per capita GDP. During the pandemic, your government, under the leadership of Sheikh Hasina, also launched many stimulus packages so people remain employed, you know? and do not suffer the hardship. Bangladesh, since 2009, Bangladesh economy has grown by 6% every year, whereas the poverty rate has gone to 22% from 80% back in 1977, uh, 71. And last but not the least, the life expectancy has increased to 73 years now, whereas it used to be 46 years back in 1971. So, so so that being said, Rana, my question to you is, what do you think are some of the major factors or the economy drivers 
that led to such astronomical positive growth for Bangladesh and its economy. Okay. If we speak of uh, major contribution uh, to the economic development of Bangladesh, uh, the export of ready-made garments comes first. Side by side, the remittance and uh, the domestic agricultural sector are two other major drivers now. Take one statistics for instance, uh, in the first quarter of uh, 2019, Bangladesh was the world's seventh fastest growing economy with a rate of uh, 8.3%. Real GDP annual growth. <laughs> Imagine. No. <laughs> it was just a 4.5% in 2004. Though, like many others, we have also been uh, suffering a bit for uh, ongoing pan pandemic situation. The government has been uh, focusing on export-oriented in industrial sectors like textiles, shipbuilding, fish, and seafood. Two leather goods as well. Pharmaceutical industry, steel, food processing, telecommunication are also on the way of rising. Beside of that, freelancing opportunities are increasing day by day. So, I mean, so, so these are some of the major factors, I mean, factors has kind of led to the economic growth. Um, and, uh, I mean, I, I read it in one of the articles that the principal driver of growth is investment, the foreign investment coming into Bangladesh. Is that correct? Yes, right. Okay. So, so, the, so that's a, that's a very positive and good sign when uh, countries, foreign countries, come to your country. You know, um, that hires more uh, laborers and creates more job opportunities, which increases the economic growth. So that's great. Uh, now. I want to discuss with you a couple of, uh, one of the key important things, the education system and the female labor force participation. Uh, could you tell us, some, so, so like, uh, let's talk about the female labor force particip uh, participation. What do you know about that? And, and do you think that is helping the economy as of now? Yeah, uh, I will, uh, I mean, Okay, uh, I will divide it in your uh, question into two parts. Okay. First is uh, Bangladeshi education system, and mm -hmm. the other part is uh, the female labor force participation. Well, the education system in Bangladesh uh, is still uh, the founded in uh, British rule. Mm -hmm. Like many others, it consists of three levels, primary, secondary, and uh, the higher education. The first level, uh, I mean, first two levels are uh, compulsory. The government has a significant success in developing the situation by giving incentives to ensure, ensure the participation of the female and the poor. 
primary education last eight years and secondary education last four years. And it is divided into lower and higher level. Mm -hmm. Public exam examinations are usually held after the completion of each level of schooling. I would like to mention here, the government has introduced OBE, Curriculum for Education, mm -hmm. means the object-based education system. Now, students are now very aware of their learning outcomes. You can consider this a very uh, small level, mm -hmm. I mean, very really small portion when they learn, mm -hmm. as well as after completion, completion of one particular segment or a class, they will come to know after, after reading this, what are the outcomes, what they can be. So which is a, I mean, very, uh, I mean, a modern thought by the government. Mm -hmm. Okay, at a higher education level, around uh, 53 public universities we have, uh, and uh, along with that, we have more than 100 private universities. They are now contributing to the sector. Many of them are doing quite good, like Buet. Uh, I think you might have heard about it. Uh, Bangladesh University of Engineering and Technology. Okay. And uh, the University of Dhaka. Others are trying hard to provide up to the mark education. Now come to the female labor force participation. I uh, would like to use a statistics here. On the basis of the study of World Bank in uh, 2020, it was 44.8%. Uh, oh, wow. Look, uh, a ready-made garments industry is largely largely depend on the females. Mm -hmm. If you visit any garment industry in Bangladesh, I'm sure you will be astonished to see how they contribute to the development of our economy. The females are traditionally good at understanding the issues of clothes. They are largely chosen. Apart from it, the uh, participation of female labor force is on the way to increase in almost every sector in Bangladesh. So, so the point, so Rana, the 44.8%, is that only in the ready-made garment section or sector, or is that in all the sectors of- uh, all, all the sectors, all the sectors, all the sectors. That's pretty diverse though. That's almost, that's, that's a very high number, you know, uh, for an upcoming developing country. That's, that's yeah. phenomenal. Go ahead, say. Yeah. <clears throat> In many sectors, uh, some policymakers uh, go for making a balance in participation. I think it's really a good sign in our uh, growing economy. Um, wow. Uh, that, that's phenomenal, you know. Um, I actually also, I think, uh, there was an article written by United Nations which said that uh, accepting women's labor market participation in, improves the economic position 
and also stimulates the efficiency and development potential of the economy, just as you mentioned. You know, so uh, I mean, this is once again, you know, this is an eye opener for me personally. Uh, great fact, you know, great number. Uh, that being said, uh, Rana, let's talk about a concept which is very popular now in Bangladesh, the digital Bangladesh, which is uh, an ecosystem, which is a program created by a government for digital entrepreneurs. What is your take on this concept? Can you give us your thoughts on this, please? Yes, I mean, uh, very uh, good question. Uh, well, <clears throat> the concept concept uh, is newly emerging in Bangladesh. So the entrepreneurs are in fact working in a very new field. In this regard, they needed an effective platform and all out support. I must thank to the government for extending hands for these global representatives. Look, many digital innovations are developed not within the organization. Rather, innovation driven entrepreneurial ecosystems where very various stakeholders in the field. They uh, collaborate and cooperate. But I must say, digital entrepreneurship ecosystem, that means DEEs are still limited and uh, there are not been significant research or study in this area. Undoubtedly, it has a great significance, but we have to go a long way regarding this. We must remember organizing DEE is really a challenging task because stakeholders of DEE are self-organizing and are not governed by any authority. Right. Uh, so, so do you think this will help the younger professionals, upcoming younger professionals a lot? Uh, do you think it will benefit their future in the long run? Yes, yes, of course, because um, when we are in a, uh, I mean, field of innovations, I mean, they will, uh, they, I mean, when you have a bigger field, so there will be a lot of people's eye, like foreign investors, the government, as well as the other stakeholders who want innovation and innovative ideas to grow. Mm -hmm. People are there for the innovation. Just you have to take them out and utilize them. So that will be a very helpful for uh, young uh, entrepreneurs. No, I don't know. Uh, so Rana, I have to definitely ask you this, you know, uh, what is basically Bangladesh, uh, what is the culture in Bangladesh and some of the common traditions, you know? Well, 
Bangladesh is uh, known for its glorious tree at its base, right? So, you know, after uh, 1947, we became the part of Pakistan. And with the leadership of our father of the nation, Bangabandhu Sheikh Mujibur Rahman, and with the help of India, I must say, with the help of India, we secured our independence, our ownness in 1971. Since then, we have been doing well with the development in important sectors. Though we had to struggle with the uh, military rules for a few years, but our present Prime Minister Sheikh Hasina uh, is in her third term now. And I must say the country is on the Trump parts. We are competing the global market in almost every important sector now. So, so that's more of the economy. Like I'm, I'm talking about like general, uh, what's the culture, you know, what is the tradition? What are some of the popular tourist attractions for Bangladesh, you know, in Bangladesh? Uh, okay. Uh, the, <clears throat> I mean, uh, I think, uh, you know, Bangladesh is really full of natural beauty. So it is very small in size. We are a deep green all over the country. We have plants everywhere. In fact, uh, the rivers, the coasts, the beaches, ecological sites, religious places, hills, forests, waterfall, tea, tea gardens uh, surrounding it. You know, the uh, Sundarban, the historic mosque in the city of Bagerhat, mm -hmm. uh, ruins of Buddhist Bihar at Paharpur are the three UNESCO World Heritage Sites in Bangladesh among uh, 1,154, I believe. Oh, wow. Uh, to observe the beauty of nature, huge amount of uh, domestic and uh, foreign tourists visit the country and its tourist attraction site. Some more uh, tourist spots are Cox's Bazaar. Cox's Bazaar is the third longest beach on the planet. Uh, we have a fresh water swamp uh, at Ratargul. We have uh, Madhukunda waterfall. Uh, we have uh, Satchari uh, National Park. We have Kuakata uh, Sea Beach. Uh, from there, you can uh, you can see uh, sun rises and sunset from the same place. Well, uh, run a, a very personal question though here. Uh, thanks for letting us know, uh, you know, all the famous spots in Bangladesh and, and, and the culture and traditions out there. Uh, who is your role model in life? <laughs> I mean, very question you have asked. Uh, this, uh, I mean, in this particular question, 
reminds me a significant memory when I was uh, an employee of Shopstop Limited in uh, Bangalore, India. Uh, <clears throat> once in a uh, workshop with uh, Mr. Niraj Agarwal, a trainer, uh, we were asked the same uh, sort of questions about inspiration or role model. I was in fact uh, in a state of uh, kind of embarrassment. Uh, my uh, fellow colleagues mentioned some great names, including cricketers, politicians, social revolutionists. When my turn came, I saw a blank paper and uh, really pondered over uh, over, the, over uh, that empty piece of paper. When my turn came, I saw a blank paper and uh, really pondered over that empty pieces of paper. I shared that I was really like that empty sheet, pieces of no value. It may become, it may become precious when it is used by writing precious things on it. I thought I had contributed nothing and what I wanted then was to start writing on that phase of life. I must say the situation remains the same for me now. Still, the thought of that blank phase works and as an inspiration to me and I have given trying to work with the blank page of life. This may seem very symbolic to you, but to me, this is really makes a true sense. Very interesting, very interesting response. Uh, one of the last questions for you here before we end this. Uh, what is your message to the audience to the people for Bangladesh, uh, you're representing them. Uh, what is your final message to the audience who are watching this podcast? <clears throat> what I believe is the, I mean, we are now you and me, the communication, I know you and uh, you know me, it's a part of globalization, right? The, concept of globalization has brutally affected by the capitalization. But if we con consider this a true goal, we should work together irrespective of nation, caste, and treat considering a global village. We are identified as human, and this is the biggest identification we have been labeled with. So whatever we do, <coughs> it should reflect a humanistic sense. In such an age of technology, I believe we have better opportunities to do something really fruitful for the human beings in the true sense. That is the message I would like to share with the audience. I, I really love that, uh, love that answer, Rana. Uh, Rana, thank you so much for your time. It was uh, very interesting 
uh, podcast, having you learning so much about uh, Bangladesh uh, rise uh, to become one of the rising stars of South Asia. And uh, I'm very happy that you have followed an entrepreneur uh, path. Uh, being an entrepreneur myself, I have a lot of respect for you. And, uh, you know, once again, thank you so much for your time. It was nice to have you, okay? Thank you so much. Uh, even I am honored to be uh, associated with you at least some corner of your podcast. I'm very happy and I'm proud of you. Thank you, Rana. Thank you. Have a good night, okay? Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thanks for watching. Bye-bye.